turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Joy unspeakable joy cometh in the morning time. This is just a temporary situation. So you make up in your mind that I'm just going to go through this season. Yes, this is a season I don't like. But guess what? I'm going to make up my mind that I'm going to get out of the boat of depression. I'm going to get out of the boat of fear. I'm going to get out of the boat of doubt. Why? Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I walk by faith and not by sight. Now, you can't see it, smell it, touch it, or hear it. But after a while, but see, the first indicator was not what you saw, it's what you sensed. So if you get that sense right, you eventually see it. And it's only a matter of time before you see. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something new. I feel it When Jesus was at the tomb of Lazarus, he didn't say come because every dead body was He had to specify come. So what I'm trying to tell you is when Jesus tells you to come, it means everybody has the ability to come out of whatever boat you're in. Now I want to know what boat has you bound. Because Jesus says you can Boat of debt, boat of depression, boat of doubt, boat of fear. What boat has you bound? You can come out of it. Because Jesus said, come. Come broken. Come hurt. Come abused. Come addicted. Come. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Come to me. All you who labor. Come on, y'all some word people. We know we work the word in this house. Matthew, come to me. All those who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Uh, The hardest thing of the faith walk is resting in him. My my, my pastor called me this week at at Jomo's game. He said, how you doing? How you doing? I said, man, I'm good, man. He said, how how, how the trip go with Jemiah? You know, I know y'all went to Duke last week. How'd it go? I said, it wasn't what we wanted to hear. I said, how you doing? I said, the church doing well. He said, no, that's not the question I asked you. I said, how are you doing? I said, well, I'm do. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. He says, well, you know, he says, uh, Jomo, it's been a long season for you. He says, I, you know, I know the story. You know, your mama dying, your, your daddy dying. You know, your daughter's been sick now three and a half years, going back and forth to the hospital. And he says, then you get cancer. He says, this is a lot on you. How are you doing? I said, well, and he said, how are you? I said, I'm doing good. And he says, what have you learned from this? 
I said, I've learned what worship is. Because see, the passion, the crucifixion, that was called worship. Him going through it was called worship. So whenever life throws an opportunity for you to persevere, that's an act of... When, When you don't feel like praying... And you pray anyway, that is my, when I want to cry, but I laugh. When I, when I make up my mind that, yea, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That's your worship. I said, I, I've learned what it is to be a worshiper now. Because I, previously I thought worship was when everything in my life was good. And now I know true worship is on your knees. True worship is when you don't know what to do. True worship is when you have no answers. And all you can do is say hallelujah. The servant ran to him and says, is it well with the child? child had died and the woman says it is well that's worship and many times God has to take us through some seasons that we do not like and there's some cups that we don't want to drink but this is our worship this is how you develop that inner strength We look through the Bible and we see these people do incredible things. But they had to go through a process to get to that place. And I don't know where you are on your journey with Christ. But I'm telling you, this too shall pass. For weeping may endure for a night. But joy, joy, joy unspeakable joy cometh in the morning time. This is just a temporary situation. So you make up in your mind that I'm just going to go through this season. Yes, this is a season I don't like. But guess what? I'm going to make up my mind that I'm going to get out of the boat of depression. I'm going to get out of the boat of fear. I'm going to get out of the boat of doubt. Why? Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I walk by faith and not by sight. So what do you have to come out of today? What was the sentence they put against you? What was the judgment they said about you? I tell you, you can come out. Verse 30 says this, but when he saw, when he what? As long as he focused on Christ, he walked. When he took his eyes off Christ, he fell. This will help a lot of people right now. There was a couple first service. They came maybe six weeks ago. And God told me, give him a word. And he came this Sunday with his wife. And now they're back working on it. He says, Pastor, I got a promotion, got an increase. I said, yeah, I know. I said, God wants to bless you, but God can't bless a mess. You got to line up. He says, man, he said, everything's working out. I said, I know. That's God's plan for your life. God didn't call you to suffering and strife and drama. You bring that on yourself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
So the Bible says the mind stayed on him shall be kept in perfect peace. As long as Simon Peter kept his eyes on Jesus, he walked. And as soon as he took his eyes off, he fell. Many times when you look back over your life, the reason you fell is because you took your eyes off of him. The number one reason for accidents are distracted drivers. They took their eyes off the road. Narrow is the way that leads to him. You can't be all over the place and think you're going to get home. I had my baby boy drive yesterday. He drive me home. My car is faster than the other cars in the house. That boy hit the gas. And he said, "Woo!" I said, yes, son. That's what 400 house horsepower feel like. He said, oh, I like it. I said, praise God. Now make sure you slow down. <sighs> Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> that boy, I love that boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. Hallelujah. He saw the effects. Everyone say he saw. Be careful what you see. Uh, the first sin became Adam and Eve saw. Faith is based on what you hear, not what you see. Sin comes by sight, not by ear. Let me get another revelation. This is Holy Spirit gave me. This is good for you. Your senses are a lagging indicator of what God's trying to show you. Your senses are the confirmer. Your spirit is the revealer. I'm going to say that. I'm going to slow down. I won't get deep. I'm not deep. I'm shallow. But a little bit deep. What do you mean, pastor? Raise your hand if you've been here before. Something ain't right with them. Now, you can't see it, smell it, touch it, or hear it. But after a while, you... But see, the first indicator was not what you saw, it's what you sensed. So if you get that sense right, you will eventually see it. You know what? I don't know what's wrong with them, but something just ain't. And it's only a matter of time before you see. So that's why it's so critical. You get in a relationship with he, him, Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is trying to drop it on you. Back up. Back up. Leave the room now. Run, Forrest, run. Trying to help you. But you're waiting to. By the time you see it, it's too late. Trust, 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 Holy Spirit. <laughs> he saw the effects of the wind. He was frightened. He began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. Why do we have to start sinking before we cry out for Jesus? We've all been in this season where we cried out, help me, Jesus. Lord, save me. What I love about this, verse 31, immediately. <laughs> they have a saying, he don't come when you want him, but he come right on. That's not the Bible. Don't be quoting what good sayings. The family that prays together, stay together. That's a lie. I'm just telling you, it's not scripture. We've seen a whole people, of people pray together. And they... I'm going to say, if you want to quote something. Hallelujah. 
revelation. Come here, Mike. Come here, come here. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Now, uh, stay about an arm length away. Notice it says this. Uh, once Simon Peter yelled out, Lord, save me. The Bible says immediately Jesus reached out and grabbed him. What's the revelation, pastor? Remember, at this time, in this dispensation, Jesus is not a uh, go-go gadget. And remember the cartoon go-go gadget? Where his arms get wrenched? No, no. For him to reach him means he was this. Meaning many of you start crying before. You, you, you're so close to the manifestation of seeing all God has and we cry out when we're because if you got the revelation that you made it on the water you would never go back because I don't see the eye ooh, boy. that's Dr. King right there out of my eyes I've seen the glory of the ooh, I can preach that but let me stay right over here once by the way I can go there once Dr. King said he saw it. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways. And it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. We all know communication is important to developing any relationship. But when it comes to our relationship with God, communication is vital. Prayer is the key to strengthening the lines of communication between you and God. And Dr. Jomo Cousins wants to help you build that conversation by sending you his prayer CD. For your gift of any amount to this radio ministry, Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Once, by the way, I can go there. Once Dr. King said he saw it, it didn't matter. He says, my life doesn't matter anymore because my eyes have seen the glory. See, he couldn't come back. And my point to you, boy, that's good. My, my point to you is, if Peter would have got there, he would have been a different person. Now, he was already different. But the power, because then he said, wait a second. 
if I can do this, then I can do. And that's why fear comes, because fear is trying to steal who God really called you to be. So on the verge of your manifestation of who God called you to be, fear will pop in. So if he was this close, how many of us cry out and we're this close? You're on the verge of your breakthrough. And you cry out help. And oh gosh, you were so close. <sighs> Look what he says. He extended his hand and caught him, saying, Oh, you of, why did you doubt? You guys are so close to your breakthrough. And we start crying. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. I tell you right now, as much as I don't like the season I am with my daughter. I don't like how it's affected our family. I don't like how it's affected my son, my daughter, my wife. It affects everybody. Because if you have a, a child that's not well, nobody in the house is well. Everybody has to, to deal with it. And I'm like, Lord, how long? How long will my daughter go through this? How long? And I have to sit back and say, okay, Father, I'm done talking for the day. I thank you it's already done in Jesus' name. And I thank you that you've given me the strength to walk it out. I thank you for all you've done. But every now and then in those weak moments, you ask. But I understand this one thing. He understands my heart. And I trust him. So, ha, praise God. Verse 32. But when he got in the boat, the wind ceased. Another revelation. You notice when you get back in your comfort zone, you have no opposition. The wind stopped as soon as he stopped trying to be supernatural. As soon as you step out and try to do something big, Expect the wind to blow. Right now, I got people writing about me on Facebook, calling me all kind of names. Yeah, because, you know, we were trying to build a church, calling me a neighborhood destroyer, talking about I kill birds. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> calling me all kind of names because we built a church. I said, man, I ain't getting no opposition in the high school. But as soon as I try to the arrow started coming. Now, don't worry about it. Charmaine's packing. <laughs> and you come close to me, don't, don't worry. She shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> yes, she shoot better than me, for real, for real. Bulls, ah. But I thought about it. When I had to stay quiet, I had nobody saying nothing about me. And as soon as I said, okay, Lord, let's press out. Let's, let's take the territory. Guess what happens? Oh, yeah, y'all see, some of y'all already saw it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's all right. This too shall pass, and the battle's not mine. That's why I, they could talk about me. That's fine. That's what God said about me. And I'm used to it. My name's Jomo. They've been talking about me for a long time. So understand, as long as you're in a comfort zone, expect no opposition. You step out that boat, try to do some bold, expect every arrow and rock to come hit you. But don't worry, because if God be for you, who can be against you? Wisdom keys, I got two. Number one, God will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6 says this. Let's read it together, church. It'll be on the screen for you. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid 
and do not panic before what? Before who? Them haters. Them Hittites. Parasites. Jebusites. <laughs> do not be afraid. Do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you, and he will never fail you nor abandon you. You may be scared, but you can't act scared. Amen? You may not know how it's going to work out, but you better speak to your mountain. Do not panic. Pastor, you know, every now and then people say, why are you so calm? Because everything I go through, God already knows about. So if God already knows, why am I going to stress what my father already knows? What are you saying, Pastor? <laughs> Another way to say it. Uh, it's cold out today. If my kids were here, I wouldn't have to worry about them having the right clothes on because their mother cares about them. And she would make sure they have clothes on. Solomon said it this way. His eyes are on the sparrow. Don't you know he's watching out for you? He takes care of the lilies of the valley. How much more will he take care? So God already knows what you need. And he already knows what's going on in your life. So don't stress. Worry about nothing. Give God everything. Worry about what? Give God Number two, God hears our cries. Now, I love this scripture right here. It's one of my favorites. Isaiah 65, 24 says this. Let's read, church. I will answer them before they, and while they're still talking about, I will go ahead. You should write that down. Keep that in your house. As, as, as we are even thinking of, now, Pastor, how does he do this? Well, the Bible says God knows the desires of our heart. So while you are thinking about what you want, he's working on getting it to you. Come on, man. Praise the Lord. As, as you get a little concerned about it, he's already working on it. So what is it that you desire? Guess what? God got it. God's got it. I close with this. I close with this. I was reading a story about an elderly gentleman. He was on, he was a, uh, in the last stages of life, and they call the pastor to the home to kind of pray with him. And the pastor got there, and he, and he saw the man talking to an empty chair. And uh, he says, Pastor, you can come on in. He says, he says, what are you doing? He said, that's Jesus in my chair. He says, uh, a long time ago, I didn't know how to pray. And a friend of mine told me, just put a chair in the room. And talk to the chair like it's Jesus. And he said, I've been doing it for years now. It just feels good. So I just act like he's in the chair and I just talk to him. And the pastor said, well, keep on talking then. Seems like it works for you. The man says, well, don't tell my daughter because if she sees me talking to the chair, she's going to send me to the funny house. And I want to stay right here. He said, no, I'm not going to tell nobody. A couple weeks later, the daughter called and says, pastor, my daddy has passed away. But there's something weird about it. He said, what is it? Well, before he died, he brought the chair right next to the bed. And he died leaning on the chair. <laughs> Family, I don't know what boat you got to get out of. But I'm telling you, as long as you lean on him, he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. 
He's an ever-present help but a time of trouble. That's why Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Family, I don't know what boat you got to get out of. Some of you today need to be saved. You need to get out of the unsaved boat and get in the saved. You need to get out of that boat and get on the water. Some of you is a relationship. Some of you is your family. Some of you is your business. Some of you is a job. I don't know what it is. But God told me to tell you today, today's the day you come out of that boat. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.